Welcome back to Hidden Power. Today we are discussing highly credible rumors of a Generation 5 remake. We could potentially be looking at a new Unova game. But the twist is, these Gen 5 games have tons of different possibilities they could take. We're going to talk about all of that. My name is Dusty Go Goat. This is Lumio's post. We are missing Soul Silver Arc today, mm -hmm. which I know when logging into a rumor video, that's kind of the guy you're probably hoping to see. But we are joined by... Solbasaur, yet again. <laughs> so nothing else matters really. Dusty, are you fully caught up with the coup tweets? I have seen the initial coup tweets. It was a lot of fun this morning going through the different threads uh, and trying to see what other people uh, have speculated and thought about what this could be. We've been buzzing about like for like a year, right? Se like since Scarlet and Violet launched about like what could possibly be the next game and out of nowhere, and this could be a troll. None of this could even be real, but out of nowhere from the Riddler himself, Riddler Koo, who has tons of credibility, not, you know, he's kind of uh, he's kind of the villain in the leak community, but uh, <laughs> he has a track record. I would say like a 99% correct track record when it comes to leaking actual games, actual info. Uh, and he came out of the gate, I think it was yesterday, uh, his tweet right here. What's your wish list? Place your bets, and it's a poll. There's four possibilities. The first one is Let's Go Unova, not happening. Pokemon Legends Kiram, that sounds sick. Black 3 and White 3, which got me very excited. And then we have this curveball that Lumi was talking about. We've got Paradox Unova as as the as a you know placeholder title for a potential Unova game. Um, there's a couple things right here that like are just throwing me for a loop that mm -hmm. I kind of need to get over before we even have a discussion about what these games could actually be. Well, first, um, it, before before we even do that, can we just acknowledge what Game Freak has done to set this up? Like, outside mm -hmm. of Coup, Game Freak is aware that on all of our heads, we're thinking Unova's next or Johto's next, and yeah. they have made it a race. You know, they're like, here's paradoxes of Johto legendaries and Unova legendaries. 100%. And they're like, here's this, here's that. You know, they're, they're like, they want us to be going, it's Johto? No, it's Unova. No, it, it's Joda. No, it's, you know, <laughs> so I, I love that. I love that they did that. Like, they're, they are aware where our minds are, and they're playing with it. And you can also, you know, I'm just realizing, looking back at Legends Arceus, this was all set up, man. The Kami yeah. Quartet, a Unova, or trio, the, a Unova legendary trio got a fourth member in Legends Arceus. Yeah. Something else we discussed last week with Birdkeeper Toby was that some of this stuff only really makes sense in hindsight because we could also like almost like we have like selective uh what is it called like like it's almost like survival bias or or it's like selective memory right? like we're picking yeah. and choosing which patterns to take a look at because you're right we do have those and i'm not trying to bring the the mood down we do have those gen 5 legends in uh in in legends arceus but you know even going back we have also random legendaries from kanto getting new forms in the crown tundra we have random you know, we have we have new additional members of the Generation Three Regis, mm -hmm. right? So, some I think there's been a lot of people critics of you know individuals like that, uh, like us who yeah. like to have fun with these thoughts. Um, but I really feel like Generation Nine so far has all all been about uh, either Gen Two or Gen Five. And I, I so this is another thing I can't even believe that a Gen Five could potentially be the next game because we're looking at. So whenever we get a new game, that's going to line up to, I would say, 2020, would it be holiday 2024? Is that what we're looking at? I mean, I'd imagine so. I guess there's always, like, after Legends, after the DLC. Right. After Legends, there's always, like, a chance there's a switch up where, like, Legends dropped 
at the end of January instead of dropping, you know, uh, like in the traditional time. But that yeah. was because Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl was a thing. I would say the fact that we're getting here in July 2023, we are hearing about this already when th- that's never happened before. We've never heard about next year's game yeah. this early, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the first part of the DLC that comes out this year, which is this year's game, if you will, uh, it hasn't even dropped yet. The first part. So, and we're already hearing things about next year. This is all absurd. So, for that reason, I'd say it's definitely going to be like a a holiday 2024 release. Pokemon's a big seller in the holidays because it also appeals to all ages. You know, kids love Pikachu. They're going to want to grab that. You know, of course, people like us in in our uh, 20s, you know, people in their 30s, 40s. I mean, dude, we know people even older than that, that that play Pokemon and... So it, me one day. holiday game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'll be 80 and you know, in the retirement home, like, yeah. you know, don't take my switch. Give me that back or, or whatever yeah. the console so is. Subscribe to hidden power to make sure you don't miss that episode in eight right. years. Right. Um, Where we're all in the retirement home and, uh, you know, we, we all don't remember anything, but you know, yeah. we're, we're still going to talk about, it. we're going to get on. We're going to be like, today we're discussing <laughs> generation thir- 40, 900. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to skip at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, so the the so yeah, so we're if we're looking at the timeline, it'd be we've got DLC at the end of this year, 2023. We're going to have DLC supposedly in the I think it's in the spring of 2024. So that would kind of have the placement winter of, a, of a Legends game. It's winter sure. 2023 is what it says. So Okay. But we're assuming allegedly gonna, December. I'm expecting a delay to January, but we'll yeah. see. For you're talking about the second DLC, right? Yeah, for Indigo Disc. Yeah, um, yeah. So 2024 would be the lineup for the game. So again, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but a Unova game would really would feel really good. I feel so. The thing that I, I has been stressing me out, where I'm like, I don't think this makes sense. It's like why I don't I don't like the idea of another one-off game that functions like a side game. Like, Legends Arceus was a ton of fun, but it didn't have battling. BDSP was a ton of fun, but it was also not, like, a complete, like, ecosystem for a Pokemon game. It like felt something... like a side game. It felt more yeah. like Let's Go and Legends than it did yeah. the past remakes, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Fire yeah. Red Leaf Green, Oris. Yeah. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, when we think, okay, if we were to just accept this as fact, and it's not fact, I'm going to get into it that I don't even think, like, this tweet by Riddle or Coup could really just be a conversation starter, which is fine. We like that. Um, if we were to just accept that a Unova game would be coming in 2024, that gets me excited because Unova is such a giant, massive region. Uh, it was literally the... It, it, I don't know. It's got so many features that line up with what Scarlet and Violet is. Uh, I think it's the Entralink, which actually allowed mm-hmm. players to enter each other's games for yep. the very first time. What does that sound like? That sounds like Scarlet and Violet, right? So yep. all of a sudden, I can imagine a Unova game. We're not talking about a side piece. We're talking about a Unova game that is a full-fledged Gen 9 engine game, right? This is a classic remake. This, this is like, is like a classic an Oris remake. remake, right? Yeah, which is actually pretty epic because then all of a sudden, we could play around with Unova in the Unova region for maybe two years, right? Maybe, why would they not give us DLC that's black and white too or, or introduces features that weren't in the whatever the base game is right they could so all of a sudden we have scarlet and violet we have the paldea region for two years 
and then we have another region that's a remake for two years that brings us right up to the gates of generation 10 i think that lines up perfectly uh and gets me pretty pumped yeah i uh, and see that's that's also like that's the kind of interesting thing about this too is like if they do one of the options on that poll is black three white three legends cure them either of those games they wouldn't even have to give us DLC for to incorporate the black two white two areas. They could just mm-hmm. be in there. But then and then Legends Curum, I imagine like Legends Arceus, it would be you know vastly different um, from modern Unova, like where it is Unova, but is it? You know what I mean? Like Hisui, it was very much Sinnoh. It had that Sinnoh vibe, but 100%. obviously the region is not identical to modern day Sinnoh. Uh, but on that note, I, I would say. Uh, to your point about, you know, it, it not wanting it to feel like a one-off game, like where Legends didn't have battling. I do think, just like with the mainline games, Game Freak, you know, develops it. And they do, whether y'all think it or not, I know a lot of people would say, no, they don't. But they do listen to feedback, and they do incorporate some things. They don't incorporate everything that we want. I think but it they do... takes them a lot of time to incorporate right. those things. Right. But, like, they're, I mean, there's... always a couple years ahead. Absolutely. But, like, there's a lot of things, like... Everybody said when Breath of the Wild was out, I want Pokemon to feel more like Breath of the Wild. Well, mm-hmm. so they gave you Legends and, you know, even Scarlet and Violet, though I would say Legends did a better job at capturing Breath of the Wild's vibes. But, you know, what, what can I Legends say? Legends did, right? Legends? Yeah. Now, I will say, I haven't played Breath of the Wild. I have watched people play it online yeah. and stuff. But just, I mean, I don't know, the super Japanese vibe, the music, uh, the, yeah, the music, art the style even design. kind of was more similar to it. Like, I feel like in Scarlet and Violet, every character looks like dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, Voodoo so dolls. there's a chance that Game Freak will go, okay, so they really didn't like the player versus player thing in Legends yeah. Arceus. Uh, the absence of it, rather. So why don't we make sure that in Legends Curum, if that's what they're developing then we will see, you know, we'll, we'll see this issue that they have with the first one and we'll go, okay, we're going to put a few more trainers in there. You know, yeah. ancient Unova's completely different from ancient Sinnoh. So maybe in this region, they already were accustomed to Pokemon. They already were starting to do battles and stuff. You know, and, and they can do things like that. They can add player versus player. Um, I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily put the nail in the coffin yet. Um, I don't know if you want to go ahead and get into this, but Soul has given us his thoughts on which of these he thinks it is. Yeah, why don't you tell us what that is? Okay, so so me... Soul send us a little text. Oh, and by the way, we didn't even mention it. I, so I'm obviously not in my home studio right now. Uh, I'm at my parents' house in the mountains <laughs> of New England. Um, but anyways, I'm the only one who hasn't recorded air... outside of my uh, little studio here. I feel like I need to do that at some point. It's kind of fun. I was nervous to start, but at this point, I'm kind of like, oh, I can do whatever I want. Like, I'm out of my element right now. Like, you know, I'm like full on wild card. I could be eating octopus. Yeah, yeah. Nice little, if if you're not a a patron, you're very confused by that. Um, But uh, is that where we roll the ad for the Patreon? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There we go, I put it there. Go check out our Patreon. We got, uh, we got... Bonus episodes of the podcast. Those are going to be rolling out. Yeah, I'll roll the actual ad. If you're enjoying this episode, consider supporting Hidden Power on Patreon or YouTube channel memberships. We have three tiers, and the lowest tier starts at just $5 a month. Supporters get access to our secret Discord server and help control the direction of the podcast. This is the same Discord where we're recording the podcast right now. We interact here daily. This Discord server is actually where we form the ideas for each episode. If you ask a question, we're going to answer it on the show. Supporters also also get priority responses in the comments. Our love and friendship 
You get that. You get a yes. little bit of that too. Yeah, yeah. Our favoritism. We like you the best. And if you want something a little bit more tangible, we have merch. What do you guys think about the merch? The merch is great. We've got we've got Team Lumi in a in a beautiful blue. Team Dusty. The best a, one. In a forest green, and uh, we got Team Soul in a blood red. Buy a T-shirt. Show your allegiance. And if to Team Lumi. Yeah, <laughs> to du- to Team Dusty, and if you act- and if you want something a little bit more subdued, uh, this is actually this is another logo that we made originally for the show. We didn't actually end up using this as a logo, but I thought it made a great merch design. It's literally friends. a beta design. You guys it's, love yeah. our beta videos. I love this so it's, much. It's retro yeah. hidden power. And look, when you turn around, this is literally my favorite shirt. It's literally my favorite shirt. Thank you everyone for watching and subscribing. And now back to the video. Uh, Soul Silver Art and his thoughts, uh, so he can be here in spirit via the Solbasaur. I'll hold him up while we're reading this. Uh, but also, what if it's a Paradox Gen 5 game? LOL. Look at Koo's username. Koo's username is like Para- Koo's Paradox sequel or something like that. And so, Soul said, I'm between that and B3W3, but I'm leaning towards the latter. So, Soul thinks, and, and I actually am with him on this, and shameless plug here, I actually did a video on this recently, how I thought they were doing Black 3 and White 3 next year. So, I'm yeah. actually really proud if i ended up calling that but that is on my channel but uh he also sent a little twitter link and i don't know what it is i'm clicking it now to see it but uh he said to check this out too um okay he said potential spoilers yeah all i have to say is as far as i found since pokemon scarlet and violet release the only characters outside of paldean characters to be featured in the tcg cards have been these two which was getsis and uh faulkner um, which gets us, of course, evil team leader from Unova, Faulkner, first gym leader in Johto. I've had a close eye on this. There's another hint, too, but I'll cover that in a uh, separate tweet. So, you know, we'll see what that uh, separate tweet is. Be keeping your eye out on uh, Soul Silver Arts um, Dude, Twitter. This is, to see this is stuff. wild. First off, when I see Faulkner, like, all I th- so Faulkner is the, uh, is the first gym leader in Johto. So right. Johto remake is what he's trying to allude to. I also think this is just like an edgy character that Soul wishes he was. Um, but but when we, when we look at Getsis though, like this is sick, right? This art right here is so oh, sick. Yeah. Gets, Getsis is Getsis, horrifying. Yeah, Getsis is horrifying, but he's also like the Mad King, right? Mm-hmm. What is another theme? Huge theme in the lore of Paldea. That's it's true. Like we have this Mad King that has fallen from grace. Uh, these new Pokemon, uh, the the ruinous trio, spawn up from from the aftermath of that. Um, I feel like, I, I f- oh man, that'd be sick if we're actually playing through. Dude, Unova is such a cool game. I'm just thinking about like how the game would actually look in the open world, right? And also, Unova is like full of like cities and stuff. Can you imagine Paldea, like the Gen Nine engine, but it's like polished, it's not laggy. But then also we have like, we have like height depth that's been my issue with paldea for the longest time like that it just feels like it's one giant plane of existence right compare that to yeah. other games where you can climb up or breath of the wild right or even legends are uh uh tears of the kingdom where you can go up and down it's a massive game I- i'm not expecting all of that but yeah anyways i'm going down a rabbit hole well i think i think i, th- I think, think that is this- the thing we need to keep in mind with this uh potential uh, Black 3, White 3, Legends Cure, and whatever it may be, Paradox Unova even, is that you do have to think about uh, with um, with the fact that it, it, a lot of people think this generation will be four years so they can drop Gen 10 on the 30th anniversary. Yeah. But 
historically, gens are three years. So there is always a chance that next year is the last year of Generation 9. I don't necessarily think it'll be, but it's just, it is a possibility we have to consider. And if that's the case, I don't mm. think it's likely that this is even as expansive as Scarlet and Violet, let alone, you know, of course, Tears of the Kingdom, just because that means that this game will be dropping then, and it will be developed by Game Freak, and then the very next year we get Gen 10, you know? It, yeah. That, that is something we have to consider. Uh, I would say, counterpoint to that, though, that would be a good argument that they are going to make this generation four years. That and the fact that Horizons, you know, began late. It began in, what, April? That's the, of course, anime for Gen 9. Yeah. And it, it hasn't gotten too far yet. Like, I mean, we're 12 episodes in, and they're, they're going to want to have a fleshed-out story for that. Uh, there's still so many mysteries from it. So, I don't know. It's Man, I'm telling you, Game Freak has done such a good job at keeping us on our toes, you know, yeah. like it, we're in a world where that's what we want. We, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be positive before a leak of what the next game is. And I love that they've done that. And I mean, like they've all always four of that. these options, except for, I would say let's go Unova does not seem at all possible, but <laughs> you know, I'm going to say that and then it's going to happen. Um, Imagine, oh but my God. Uh, I'll cry, but um, that would be so bad. But I say all that to say, like, three of these options are absolutely wild. Legends Curum, Paradox Unova, Black 3, White 3. And yet, I have no issue believing that either of them could happen. You know, see, the, and that's the so thing cool. Is, yeah, that really is cool. When I see this list, though, like, the first three options, the, fir uh, the first one, Let's Go Unova, is just like, that's like filler. That's like a meme suggestion. But mm -hmm. the other two is something that people have been asking for. But to your point... Game Freak's going to want to do something that's new, that's different, and that would be Paradox Unova. And we don't know if the, that's – I don't think that – I don't expect that's what it's going to be called. But yeah. what Paradox Unova would – like what that stands for is just a brand-new experience that we're not expecting. And it probably would tie into um, – here's a connection. The Indigo Disc doesn't – no, they're drives. I was thinking of Genesex Drives. Yeah. Um, and that's like type-changing. Anyways, um, that's not really a connection. But that was that was for off the top of your head. I, I'd say some, that was pretty a, good, was, though. It was just a connection. There was just a connection. <laughs> but yeah, the the biggest Genesect thing here, itself is like a paradox when you think about it. Yeah, so I, that's true. It is kind of a paradox. It's like, why does this exist? It's an old right. Pokemon. It was brought to life. Maybe also, a, a lot of Unova Mons have been getting love recently. You know, yeah. uh, you had in Legends Arceus, Samurott, Zoroark, Braviary, Lilligant, yeah. all of them getting forms. Uh, Basilin and then Basilegium with it. Uh, you have King Gambit in uh, Scarlet and Violet. You also have yeah. paradoxes for – you have two paradoxes for Volcarona. You have, of course, the paradox swords. You have uh, paradox of Hydragon, Amoongus. You know, so it, it's – they're giving Unova they've, – they've been giving Unova some love. Now, likewise, like we said, they've been giving Johto some love too because what was the yeah. other paradox that got two paradoxes? Domfang. Oh, there's so many ways I want to jump off from this. It makes me sad that there, it makes me sad that there's not gonna like if this is if the if we're to just follow this thread and assume it's real, it would make me sad that there's not gonna be a Johto. Excuse me, that there's not gonna be a Johto game like right now. That is a little disappointing. I don't know I if you Johto. remember, but I said on the podcast uh, that we recorded last week with uh, Birdkeeper Toby, um, I said that I think they're going to switch Unova and Johto, and the reason why is because. Uh, with Unova, 
Um, our knee-jerk reaction was that Jodo would be next year. That was most people's thoughts. Um, and so they do Unova so that yeah. you know they yeah, do yeah, the I unexpected. Do but also because what that allows them to do is, okay, so you have Unova next year. Well, then Gen 10 happens, and that's going to be a big generation for Pokemon because it's the 10th generation, you know? That's where we're probably going to see some kind of... If we're going to see a soft reboot, that'll be where. It'll be a game-changing generation for sure. But what Johto means is also Kanto. Mm -hmm. So we've never had a Johto game that did not also have Kanto. So mm -hmm. it, by doing Johto in Gen 10, they allow for Kanto to be in Gen 10. Yeah, the original wild. one. And you have to think Kanto and Johto were the original ones. That was the plan yeah. was to do Kanto, then Johto. So they're doing the original alongside the 10th generation. That's just very, uh, I guess, no, that I makes know, perfect symbolic. Yeah, yeah, symbolic. It's, um, I think Kanto's a very significant game in the franchise, and they would want to revisit that region. How do you think Pokemon Home is going to, like the backwards compatibility of Pokemon Home, do you think that could possibly carry into generation 10 because i love that new model the fact that and it basically i feel like it would be limited to pokemon home uh pokemon switch games right mm -hmm. so like assuming it is on the switch or it's it, no gen 10 is going to be on whatever the new switch console is going to be yeah maybe maybe it's backwards compatible for gen 8 and 9 and then gen 10 <laughs> games you can still move stuff up it still works with pokemon home but it, you can't go back even further. That's probably yeah, what it's going to end I up I think being. it's all about what kind of, uh, w how big of the difference it is between the Switch and the next console. And I don't think it'll be that big since, like, all the rumors kind of just say it's a updated Switch. And, like, the terms we're using is Switch 2, Switch Pro. Uh, yeah. So, to me, it, to put it in terms that we already know, it seems more believable to me that I could have a 3ds game that's backwards compatible with a ds game than it does a switch game that's compatible with a 3ds game you know what i mean yeah um so it i would say it's all about how big of a jump this console is in terms of upgrade but i don't know it, it would seem maybe backwards compatibility is supposed to only be for uh we actually had a comment recently that said there's generations and then there's kind of console generations where you know, the, the DS era of Pokemon, the 3DS era of Pokemon. And oh, so maybe this. they just want uh, to, to take that into account. Maybe they just want backwards compatibility to only exist per console generation. So all the that. Switch Pro games will be backwards compatible. All the Switch games will be backwards compatible. But the Switch Pro games will not be backwards compatible with the Switch games. And just to clarify, in case this wasn't obvious, Switch Pro is not the name of the next console. I'm just using that as a placeholder. I yeah. wish it was. <laughs> I mean, maybe it will be. I doubt it, Something though. simple like that would be would be great. It'll I, be like the Switch 5. Like, they'll put some weird letter yeah. or number after it. The, the Switch like High U. 5. Switch right. 5. The Switch High 5. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I think Kanto and Gen 10 makes a lot of sense. That's three years from Generation 7 which is three years from Generation 4, which is three years from Generation 1. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right? Um, so it's like actually like a healthy amount of time. That could happen. I wanted to also say, and this is just semantics, but I feel like I feel like Johto was the oddball answer. The oddball, I think it became popular, but I feel like jo expecting Johto next is like 
every time I post that, people go, what do you – no, Gen 5 is coming out next. That's so, so I, interesting. The way – we must run in different crowds because the what I've always got is like responses of people saying they think it will be Johto next, especially because uh, like this really started with Legends where there were a ton – of Johto hints and legends like uh you know Kamado kind of creates illusion to like his village being destroyed by rampaging Pokemon so a lot of people put him like around the Lake of Rage there's a lot of mm. Sinjo um even today there's that still like Sinjo lore going around which is Sinnoh and Johto that is true the connection yeah. we just talked about how Kitakami is filled with Johto Pokemon yeah so and for the record you know it, being the sneaky little guy he is soul silver art did say last week maybe that's because this is our johto love and yeah. unova's next so see that's disappointing <laughs> um well that that yeah so let's let's just go back to ku's tweet right and he even like like soul said he has renamed himself on twitter as Who's paradox sequel it's been like that for a while though i will say that's i think the it only has thing. been yeah to me i, I always took that it. as a reference to because i feel like he did that shortly before he handed at paradox raikou and taraki on kabalion so to me i assumed he just meant it's a sequel because you're getting the sequel to walking wake and iron leaves you're getting the other yes yeah. um, so i feel like he would have teased paradox unova back then but uh, who, yeah i'm not cool. so so and it, it it lines up with the DLC too. He, it could just mm -hmm. be a reference to the DLC. But if we look at the tweet itself, it says, "What's on your wish list?" Right, wish list, which also could maybe potentially the the language there tie into what Paradox Pokemon are, just like wish fulfillment. Right, it's like, what is this Pokemon? Let's wish it. Um, but mm -hmm. I think also, it's just a wish list. It's not like, what do you think will happen? It's it's like, what do you want to happen? So there's a lot of things here that I think we would like to happen. Even Paradox Unova, we maybe like the idea now, but that doesn't mean any of this could actually be real. Place your bets. That's a little bit more interesting because that suggests that maybe he knows something or something will happen eventually. I don't know. Part of me feels like maybe he's just I – I don't know. Part well, you me, have to put this in he context. He tweets about random stuff sometimes. Like he literally will tweet about like a TV show. He, he does, but this Walking is very Dead, clearly – this is about the mainline games, and I think it's important to, for a little more context, put this in with his tweet before that. And that was where he took a picture of all the uh, characters coming in an Indigo Disc, and he said one of them, not Lacey, which was the girl we were introduced to in the last trailer, uh, but he said one of these characters is uh, holds the key to lore and is a major spoiler for the next project. Yeah. Um. So... A lot of people did very quickly jump to, uh, there's a guy there with, like, a black jacket uh, with some yellow on it, and it's got, like, a mastiff on it, and he's got white hair, and it's, like, kind of styled in a certain way. And I've seen a lot of people point to him and say that he is probably related to Drayden, which, you know, is the Opelucid mm, City gym cool. leader. So, I could see that, you know, the, the white hair and all. And also, I will say... He seems to be kind of a dark type trainer, what with the mastiff jacket and all. And yeah. the interesting thing about that is the pseudo in Unova is Dragon, which would incorporate Drayden, but it's also part dark type, which would kind of correlate with this guy nicely. If he uses yeah. a high dragon, you know, I'll be a little bit like, okay, you know, like I'll, but I mean, we'll see when the game comes out. But it seems that like, you know, he was already saying one of these characters hints to the next project. And then his very next tweet is like, What's your wish list? And it's a list of projects. So 
that to me does make me think like this is definitely him saying these are the projects uh so yeah i, I, mean, I but don't again th- who knows the ways of coup yeah <laughs> i don't i don't really think it's going to be a direct character relation what he says is one of these characters grasps the key of the lore right not like is part of whatever yeah like so he it could just really just be symbolic mm-hmm. and and then whatever that lore is is a spoiler to the next game so if we're talking about pokemon legends i'm sorry not pokemon legends it's just like that's my, my brain goes pokemon legends gear them. it's yeah. happening if we're <laughs> that's talking what about, we want right <laughs> no, no, if we're talking about black and white this the big thing there is truths versus ideal right and i think a lot i think that is kind of like the higher level dichotomy that shows up in a lot of other pokemon games you always have two things just kind of rivaling each other and it's always like this is how we want it to be but it's not really what it is but that is specifically what kiram and reshiram represent um that lines up very nicely with paradox pokemon right Mm -hmm. at least our understanding of them where we have there's a there's a real version of a Pokemon that existed either in the future or the past or in the present, let's say, and then we have like these creatures that were created potential. Again, we're doing a lot of like assumptions based on what we know, uh, but our headcanon at the moment of what paradox Pokemon are is that they are imaginations or recreations of how something was expected to be or understood to be but isn't actually like a biological creature. That's a paradox, basically. Yeah. It's not supposed to exist. Right. So truth versus ideals is that the base Pokemon is the truth. Ideal is what a Pokemon could be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, and in a know. way, Zekrom and Reshiram, they're not really supposed to exist because they were supposed to be one Pokemon at first. Yeah, so that's another thing I was going to bring up. Right, we have... Kiram, which is the husk. So basically, in in black and white, the in Unova, the the lore is that there was one original dragon. Uh, I think it was like owned by or it was tried brothers. to be possess- possessed by two brothers. They were like royal or king brothers or prince brothers or something, and then they basically split up. Right, one into Reshiram, one into Kiram. I'm sorry, one Zekrom. into Zekrom, and then the husk of the Pokemon was left over as Kiram, and that's why it's, like, icy cold. So, man, it's like we're all like, oh, let's go back in time and see what the Pokemon originally was, but what if they could have a lot more fun with it if they make a Paradox Pokemon based on what this could be? And we've seen Fusion Paradox in the past with um, Gallade and Gardevoir. We've seen it with... Uh, is there another fu- uh, Fusion? Um, I mean... I guess in a way you could argue that Roaring Moon is like in between Salamence and Mega Salamence. Yeah, okay. Um, you could you could argue that uh, it's definitely a looser argument, but yeah. I, I would say that but that is, is that is the like the one. version opposite of uh, right it's, Iron Valiant. So yeah, I, I and then there was like the that, fact that right. even though it ended up not being the case, um, the tease for the Beast and Swords paradox was a combination of them yeah now you know we know that it's not a combination of them there are three different pokemon uh or six different pokemon if you go three and three but you know um i man there's this is this is so meaty can we just for a moment take a look at just how like this is this is huge this is like there's so many different directions this can go i will say what you're saying though about the original dragon to me is a plot point for black three and white three and the reason why is because if 
the Legends game, we immediately go, oh, Legends game? It'll be set in the past. We can see yeah. the original dragon. But, but if it's Legends Curum, then that means Curum's in the game, which means it's already split because the husk is there. Yeah. So what <laughs> I would argue <laughs> I is that Black 3, White 3, remember in Black 2 and White 2, uh, the kind of um, tone that they set is that the hero from Black and White 1, we're going to call them Hilbert and Hilda because that's like their kind of NPC names. Um, Hilbert or Hilda has gone missing. Like, they've been missing for like two years. It's like And even N is looking for them. And so what I would say is maybe Black 3 and White 3, there's some kind of conflict. Something's happening. We have to reunite Reshiram Mm. and Zekrom and create the true dragon once again. So we have to find the missing hero. We have to find the, and that's a nice closing to their story because in, you know, again, Black 2 and White 2, they're like, oh, the trainer's missing. You never find them. Um, so Black 3 and White 3, you could finally find them. I will also say, maybe we could get some closure. Maybe we can, if not some closure, maybe we will get to see Emmett without Ingo, which to me is yeah, really true. exciting. Like Emmett kind of like, I don't know what happened. Just one day my brother just disappeared. Like, yeah. it would be and neat to see the other present. side of it. That right, doesn't yeah. need to be back in the past. It's like he went through the portal that ended up in the past. Well, yeah, that's that's what if it's black three and white three, it would be set in the uh, it will be set after black two and white two. Yeah, you know, Again, whether that's the, two years, five years, ten, whatever. So I do love that. I re- I honestly really do love that. I don't think they would actually call it black three white three because I think it would just hurt sales. People would be like, well, I haven't played the other two, right? I agree. That is a main thing there. So they, but I call still it. think that's it. I think whatever we get still has a strong possibility of becoming a sequel because that is something that it was just like that's part of gen 5 it's a sequel based thing where well and legends was really a sequel when you think about it yeah absolutely you blew my mind with that i never thought of it like that but it really is a sequel so any game we get has the potential even if it's a legends (laughs) gen 5 game still has the potential to be like a sequel uh which then just allows us to see all these new characters um Man, that's so cool. Here, so I, I got a tweet, kind of analyzing. Uh, this is a tweet thread by Mari on Twitter, Mari VGC. Um, so they go, here we go. Number one, MB Black. So this is in r- relation to Ku's tweet about the four characters. So okay. we got MB. Uh, number one, Black and White main colors, uh, Gen Five remakes, and then Mashjif jacket on j- the dragon type shorts. Is this a reference to a new mechanic? Maybe wearable for trainers that have some of uh, use in battle, or is it a dragon type related thing? I'm not too sure about that. I mean, about- to go with that though, real quick, uh, Mastiff is a pure dark Pokemon, so yep. dark type dragon or dark type uh, jacket on dragon type shorts. That's high dragon. Yeah, that's cool. Wow, that's that is cool. So we got CB. He's a cook. Is this a reference to Italy? We're all good cooks. Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> he has a frying pan. I hope it's not a cooking mechanic reference, LOL. Or if so, please, Game Freak, make it better than the sandwich mini game. Okay, that's some wish, some wishing there. Number three, SG. Uh, she seems pretty robotic. Is this the next game, uh, a Legends counterpart game? Uh, something set in the future. She's the only one with the Blueberry Academy logo. Two fusing Pokeballs, double battles will be more important in the next game, question mark, or uh, it will be the fusing mechanic. Love the fusing mechanic. Um, I think also though, like triple battles. I was just gotta, about to say that's triple be rotation. Can Let's... we see those again, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so they, they say, in short, the four factors that are particularly lore-related, we got the time factor, um, we have the fusion gimmick, black and white remakes, an Italy-based game. What do you think? Now, so that, it definitely, I think, if anything, you can go ahead and rule out the Italy thing, because even yeah, if Nova. Italy is the next region, it's not coming out next year. There's no way... I mean, we're looking at potentially a four-year long gen. We're not yeah. getting a two-year long gen. No. No, 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 no. It's, it's definitely... Something's coming. Something's coming. Although, well, I mean, we're talking about Gen 5, and Gen Gen 5 only lasted, I think, two... Didn't it only It lasted last, three years. There were only it? two games, but it was three years. There was a okay. gap year between Black 2 and White 2 and X and Man, Y. Gap years are crazy. Well, So let's think about this now, like... Something I thought about, I'm like, they could still just, they could still just, like, put out this game and then also give us, like, maybe, like, a an Ilka-style game on the side, right? That I feel like that is a possibility. Not that I want it. It is. I'm like, surprised that isn't being mentioned, though. Well, that could be the Let's Go-style game, right? But he didn't say Let's Go-style. He said Let's Go, Unova. And to me, Toby yeah, actually names. talked about this in his uh, recent video he did on, like, a Legends Johto game. Yeah. But something he talked about, and it's the number one reason I think Let's Go is dead, is that he oh, talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. how uh, the, the point of that was to bring Go had this huge surge then. It was the game. I knew, dude, the freaking, like, uh, I was in high school then, and, like, the, the, uh, the, like, Everybody was playing it, even like the the cheerleader jock crowd, which you know yeah. doesn't touch Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. even they're playing Pokemon playing. Go. Everyone, I playing. have like brother. They were trying were like... to take those people and move them into the main franchise. Yeah, there's no need for that now. So I do think Let's Go's dead, and that's the thing that I I think is interesting is that nowhere in this uh like um uh, poll did Koo put traditional Unova remakes I or just Black Unova 3... remakes. I think, yeah, I think Black 3, White 3 would be, that feels like it would be the Ilka game, which sucks, because the game so. to me is, like, so coveted. Why would it not I, be? Ilka, Ilka made games it's, in the Pokemon style, in the classic top-down Because it's not Pokemon about style. that. It's about Ilka made a remake. Ilka just redid mm, a game. Black 3 true. and White 3 is a new story. There's going to be new characters. There's, to be frank with you, looking at Pokemon, how they've been doing things recently... There's very likely going to be new Pokemon in it. Like, there's if it's Black oh, yeah. Three and White Three, there's probably going to be new evolutions or new forms, like there was in Legends. Um, maybe even just straight up new Pokemon, um, like that aren't connected to other Pokemon. New evolutions obviously are new Pokemon, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would think that Game Freak would want control of that. Now, if it was, like you said, if Let's Go Unova did happen, that would largely just be a retelling of Unova. So I think they'd hand that to them. But Legends Kyurem, Black and White 3, and I guess Paradox Unova is a little bit harder to understand because there's no Paradox game yet. Like, we yeah. don't know what that would look like. But if it's a new story, I think Game Freak's going to want full control of that, and they would only pass it away if it was going to be a, a you know, uh, just a retelling of the same story we've already seen, especially when it's almost one-to-one, like Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl War. Can you imagine, like, a Legends game or a Paradox game, right, where it's a brand... So it's 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 Unova from, again, a different perspective, right? And there's all these funky things going on. And then we find out, oh, it literally is a sequel. It's literally Black 3, White 3. Like, whatever the game is, right... We've got all the shenanigans. 
of the let's say paradox you know of a, like paradox pokemon like maybe paradox reality things are changing and then we find out it's actually the sequel at the end we go oh this is actually taking place five years after black two white two um, well then I, I would say that that's black three and white three then yeah it would be i i know yeah i don't know what they're gonna call it but i'm just saying like it would have a couple of these like right like it would have a lot like some of the like all of these different features right it, it's not like it needs to be just one or the other mm-hmm yeah, I just a, a random side tangent. I have I have Pokemon Black too, and I have two Pokemon White games. You know this because you follow. Yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've complained about sad. several times to you just in person. Um, but uh, both White games, when I pull them up, they say the save data cannot be accessed. Um, please turn off the console, uh, remove the game card and try again. And it'll yeah. do that over and over and over again. Doesn't I've used different DSs, um, uh, be it DSIs, three DSs, whatever. Um, I've used, uh, I've, I've done all these tricks of like cleaning it with, uh, alcohol cause they say yeah. it can be dust. I even did, someone even said it's because like the yellow bars on the DS cartridge aren't connecting uh, with the part they're supposed to connect to inside That's the, and they said so. What you do is you put it in there with paper, so it's kind of pushing yeah. the gold part to the uh, part that reads it. So I What's even did wild. that. Nothing. It's wild. I have like five, six copies of Generation Five games. I don't have any issues with any of them. Man, I, I hate it too because I love Gen Five, and my wife has a she big Pokemon fan, but uh, Gen Five she didn't like the design so she actually fell off of pokemon then and didn't yeah. come back until oris and so she's since replayed x and y because we do have a pokemon x and a pokemon y and both are very playable like they're fine but uh if it's a legends curum game or it's a black three and white three game it's you know it's going to mean more if you have yeah. played pokemon black and white and black two and white two and so yeah. like you know I want her to play it, and she's wanting to play it. But, like, I don't want to drop $90 at GameStop uh, to get a cartridge. And I certainly don't want to go on eBay because, like, you don't know. They might send you, you know, a ROM hack. They might send That's you... That's what I was also um, going to suggest. Like, I don't know if you have a ROM hack, but you said you remember buying it from GameStop. Uh, yeah, but, like, new. My, my Pokemon yeah. White games, I, I bought new. Okay. Um, Like, so I have two of them. One of them is the – both of them I got on release day, uh, and I got uh, – it was me, and I had two best friends who uh, we all played Pokemon together. It was actually really cool because Unova, uh, you know, I got Snivy, um, my friend Chris got uh, Oshawa, and then my friend Josh got Tepig, and um, uh, within a year later, because it, uh, it was before uh, Black 2 and White 2 came out, Chris's white game started doing it. And he was just, he just gave me the game and was like, and if you can ever fix it, you know, like, it's yours, whatever. Um, and he got a new Pokemon White game. Uh, but then I um, still, so I had his broken White game that broke, like, within a year of release. And then I had my White game, and it worked for ages. And then just randomly in, like, 20, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, I decided... Hey, I'd like to do a little Nuzlocke of Pokemon White. So I take my game, and I know it's my game because you know I, I, I actually put in Chris's first, and I was like, oh, this is Chris's. This is the bad one. And then I take the other one and put it in, and I pull it up, and it's doing it too now. And I was like, great. Oh man, Black Dude, Two is, works fine, but you know so I like to play though. the first one, and then 
At least you have Lee, at least you moved your Lee Vanny into uh into Pokemon yes. Home. Yes. Yes. I thank God. Uh, thank all God my yeah, this. that was the nice thing was that it was after, you know, X and Y had come out and stuff, so I was able to so I already transferred. I the second I can, I transfer all my Pokemon to the very next game, especially back then when there was uh no dex cuts, so just all Pokemon were in. Um See, so, that scares me. So I have, like, I started a file, I think it was, like, 2018, maybe, in Black 2, White 2. I completed the, like, I got, I completed the National Dex, or whatever Dex was in Gen 5, right? I got the Shiny Charm. I started Shiny Hunting. I've got random Shinies. I did some of the Shiny, ha uh, some, some of the Shiny, I hacked in, not didn't hack into, but there's, like, ways to get the Shiny events, the old Shiny yeah, events. Yeah, yeah, you do, like... You, like, just change, like, your server or something, and you can still yeah. access them via Mystery Gift. I know exactly what you're talking about. Which is so cool. So I have, like, all these shiny Pokemon. A lot of them are, like, legitimate, like, really good ones, too. Mm -hmm. so, like, and I'm, like, just hearing you talk about losing your save file horrifies me. Because I'm, like, It's I scary, man. I, I would recommend... Up. I would but recommend I like... sending them up. I know no. you like them in the game, but, like, dude, you lose it's them, so... they're gone. I know, but the thing is, it's, like, it's so special to have... To have a, a 2D Pokemon game with all of these shinies in post game with all these like unlockables, I've I've gone and done the what is it Black Tower like which is like a battle it's like a battle facility. Right. I'm doing the PWT. It's so much fun to have that because I didn't I felt like I didn't really have the capacity to do that when I was like in high school. I didn't like have the knowledge. I didn't quite understand. Right, you games. didn't. You have to kind of know. You know, you don't have to be super gifted at, it, but you gotta like understand like some IVZV yeah. stuff. Yeah, and now that. Somehow, it, 2018 is like what six, like five, six years ago. Five years like, ago, yeah. That's a that's like a it's an old game now. Like I say, it's like oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm living the past, but it's like it literally is the past. It's like mm -hmm. that's pre you know that's pre pandemic. That's like it's a it's a lost. It was era. a different world. It 2018, different... I wasn't even married. Um, right. 2018, I was in high school. <laughs> that's so. insane to me. I was gra I graduated high school in 2018 because I, so, I but I graduated a year early so I was supposed to still be in high school in 2018. Oh, look at you! You're like you're like a gifted child. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I graduated Word. 2018. Making sure. <laughs> That's crazy. You you graduated early. Yeah, I yeah cool. I was I was I was done with that place. I did not like high school. <laughs> I was so I mean it was stupid. I was like I have the credits to graduate. I can go ahead and be in college. You know the thing yeah. we're all wanting to be in, or. I can stay here another year. I'm gone. But then it was stupid too because then I drop out of college. So it's like, great. <laughs> so here's a way that this cool, you know, riddle, tweet, poll can actually be a reference to whatever the new game is. And it's not actually separate games, but it's actually just references to all one game. Right. All right. We get a new Unova game. There's Legends shenanigans maybe not the same doesn't need to be the same engine but there's maybe time travel and i think i think the original dragon could just be called kirim right and functionally that's probably how it's going to work in the game where kirim just when you have the two other pokemon in your party zekrom and reshiram you just fuse them all together at some point right that's probably how functionally it's going to work it's going to technically be a sequel so i could see it not be... being kirim and being a combination of like I don't know. Uh, maybe Reshiram is Ekrom. Like maybe it's called like Reshikram or something. You know. It could. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the name changes. Right. <laughs> so, but then, so the game would. So it's gonna have some shenanigans in the legend style. It's gonna technically be a sequel. There's gonna be paradox Pokemon in the game. Right. Maybe new paradox. 
And then the let's go functionality is going to return from Scarlet and Violet, which would tell us that this is going to be a Gen 9 engine. So what if these are all just different things that are going to be in the game, but not necessarily separate games? I don't know. I feel like that just makes sense. Maybe. I, I just, I guess let's go is the oddball, no matter what way you look at it. Like, so you tell me, like, let's go catchings in here? You yeah. Know? Why would that not? Like, I mean, if we're talking about a Generation 9 game, right? I don't think Game Freak's creating a brand new engine. Right? Let's go would be a brand new engine. No, no, no. Or it would be different from Scarlet and Violets, rather. No. I'm talking about le- like the let's go functionality in Scarlet and Violet. Oh, so you mean like the send your Pokemon out, lend them yeah. things? Yeah. Okay. I see. Right? Which is All just right. a simple little like add on, right? Right. And, and Ku put that in there thinking we'd think let's go yeah. like the game. Okay. That. That that is like, cool. Like that is all clever. of these things just are like could just be references to things that are going to be in the game. Because there's no shot. It's just, he's just sure. going to give us the name of Paradox Unova. It just means like Unova Paradox, right? Unova yeah. Paradox Pokemon. Anyways, so another thing that I thought was super cool. I saw this on Twitter, <clears> but I do I do remember this, and it kind of serves no purpose, but it's kind of amazing if we were to think about it in a uh, in a Gen Gen Nine engine. We have the Abyssal Ruins in Generation 5. So yes. The, uh, the, the, route, Atlantis. the Rowlet Herald. Yup. They wrote the Proto-Pokey Atlantis. Ooh. Dude. Right? I don't have oh, enough resources man. right here to, like, go over this, but um, but it's literally Atlantis. Which and that, like, that was left, like, such a big mystery. Like, there was, like, oh, nothing done with that. What if what – because if, we don't know where – the, we don't know where the Blueberry Academy is. What if that's, like, in Unova? Also, um, I've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, but a really interesting thing about Coridon and Miradon is if you fall down a waterfall or something, it'll, like, yeah. make you go under the water. And they actually have a little sound effect for when they go under the water. And it's just kind of dumb because it's like, why would they put that in there? Um, oh, my camera just completely... I just uh, saw that, yeah. Acted what? weird. What if like, wow. <laughs> yeah, when there they fall go. in the water, they yell, they yell, Unova confirmed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, like, I mean, them putting in a sound effect, perhaps that's something they're building towards for later. You know, maybe that's like a, uh, um, maybe that's like a thing they're doing because dive is returning because you dive to go to the abyssal ruins. Yep. You also, so, oh man, dude. Oh man. There's so much here. Cause there's a lot of connections with Unova and what we've seen recently just because, like, Unova has a lot of connections to Sinnoh. You know, Cynthia has a uh, a little beach house in Ondelatown. Yeah. Um, we, uh, you know, a lot of Pokemon fans are going to be hoping to see, you know, Cynthia in her bikini. Um, uh, <laughs> you know you know they're going to be wanting it. But uh, <laughs> I'm at my parents' then, house, okay? <laughs> um uh, when are when are we doing our tier list on the uh the women of pokemon <laughs> i'm out <laughs> but uh um another joke i think from patreon uh but uh i i hope i hope it was said on here so everybody knows i'm joking but <laughs> then they also have of course like we said the ingo emmett stuff uh just the fact that there were other characters that were from unova that got ancestors and legends i thought yeah yeah uh i forget his name i think it's clay the ground type gym leader his ancestor was the cleavor warden yeah um and i i think there was even more than that i think i'm not a hundred percent but i think so 
You could argue that uh, Benji, that was the ninja. You could yeah. argue that he's related to Bryson because Bryson also has some ninja aspect. Oh, and the Shadow Triad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, were yeah. like the ninjas. There's so many. It's it's like what you said. In hindsight, you're like, holy crap! It was so yeah. obviously Unova. Like you feel dumb because like it's like the thing where, uh, you know, people saw like the Gigantamax Toxtricity poster and Alola, yeah. and they. It's only after that you realize it, but everybody feels so stupid when they see it. Dude, Man, so I'm this is so I- exciting. I'm on the Abyssal Ruins uh, we, uh, Bulbapedia page, right? And it's really mm-hmm. cool to just – I don't know if these are even, like, connections, but it's just interesting to, like, revisit this location. So the Abyssal Ruins is, like, a late-game area. The items you find are called, in, like, relics or something. Like, it's like the are. Treasures of Ruin almost. Yeah, so to start in the anime – and this isn't always – I don't think the anime is, like, great evidence. But in the anime, no. the Abyssal Ruins float on the water, which is really cool. Um, but there's this whole like cave. I think there's, they like, actually. I could be wrong, but remembering that episode, I think they rise up out of the water. Okay. Um, All right. They because uh, it was it was a plot involving the uh, the Kami trio and Meloetta. Like Meloetta summoned yeah. the Kami trio, and well, they changed forms. See, that's and stuff. interesting because Meloetta is such a, like a random mythical that I, like I don't it even is. care. You like, know? you randomly can walk into a coffee shop and it can now change forms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, That's a actually, back alley of Castelia. Yeah. Castelia is going to look clean right? in, like, a Gen 9 engine, man. Yeah. Okay, so we have the... So, this is on the Bulbapedia page. Abyssal ruins are a sunken temple in eastern Unova accessed through the use of dive outside of battle, which is what you were saying, how, like, it seems like there might be some dive functionality that has been, like, hidden in the Gen 9 engine where mm-hmm. if you jump into water, your Pokemon actually, like, goes underwater for a minute. Yeah, and it makes a sound effect. Yeah, almost as if, like, you know, if if dive was allowed in a DLC or something, like, all of a sudden it would make the noise and then keep – and then, like, stay underwater. Um, okay, so we have – it is east of Undela Town in Undela Bay. The ruins are divided into four floors, each smaller than the last. There are no wild Pokemon or trainers in Black 2, which I always thought was, like, kind of disappointing. I loved finding, like, wild battles mm-hmm. underwater in Gen 3. Yeah. Uh, so They should says, have. Lugia or Kyogre should have been found yeah, under there right. or something. Dude, that would have been crazy. Each time the player enters the ruins, they're only allowed to take 500 steps. There's all these, like, items you can get, and you have to keep going. It says there's a dull sound increases intensely. I'm trying to look for, like, a hint almost. Um, okay, it does so that, talk about – there's a lot of text that talks about a king. Yeah. Um, so I'll read, them, I'll read them right here. Yeah, there's, like it, – okay. it, they're just – they're, like, re- random, like, hieroglyphics and the inscriptions, and then when you translate them – so it says – I'm just going to start reading them. They're very vague, but it is interesting. They all reference a king like you said. Listen to king's words. Pr- uh, primes lead to truth. That's interesting. King is brave. King never loses hope. King is kind. King has a dream. King is adventurous. Uh, let's go down. Oh, here's some other one on the floor too. Life is gratitude. Eating is receiving life. Good or evil isn't all. Do not be barbaric, right? Let's go down to the fourth floor. King defeated, and then it shows a person alone. And then it shows image joined king in a day. King called blank beings, which I think is maybe Pokemon. Probably. King is, king is hope and future. Interesting. The 
great king and then it's like a an image but like it's not okay a, it's not like... dude, dude, dude 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 hear me out here i can't see that image very well i'm like have it on my screen but it kind of looks to me i'm trying to pull up the image it looks to me like a serpent wrapping around itself like the world serpent dude <laughs> yeah that's sick that's really cool is that wow. is that like Maybe Ter- maybe Terra Pagos has a dragon form. Well, they've so the interesting thing is uh in the in the anime Pokemon Horizons, um you know there's a plot involving uh, a shiny Rayquaza and yeah Roy is given a piece of paper um that shows Paldea and Rayquaza is circling Paldea like the World Serpent, and so oh, okay. it's it's almost like the allegory is supposed to be Rayquaza's the World Serpent, um so. Oh, Maybe here's something right something. here. Yeah, it could be. So it says th- there's so there's four symbols. The last one is supposed to be a reference to Harmonia, which is the last name of N and mm-hmm. But the other three symbols, it says that they are all represented in Zinzolan's documents. Um, let's see. It's translations. There is currently no leading hypothesis as to what these symbols stand for, though it is believed to not be any Pokemon's name as the number of letters in... Okay. All right, so there's really nothing then. It, it referenced it, but it's nice. really nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, so may, maybe they just left it open. Man, just crazy pondering. These are the kind of things that Pokemon leads open to then answer later, right? To make sense of later. That's what that's what Legends RC it just felt like. Like they just went back and were like, let's make all of these random things just make sense. We didn't give these any answers for 15 years. Let's give some answers. Right. It truly is like Legends was this way too. I think, and um, I think, I think whatever this Unova game is, whether it's Legends Curum, Paradox Unova, or Black Three Y Three, I think that it will be this. Um, yeah, it, it's for, it's for the you and me fans more yeah. than it is. Like sometimes I think Scarlet and Violet is their way of trying to balance it. Like let's make it equally for the kids who are new to the franchise and for the people who have been playing the franchise for a long time. I think let's go. And probably even Brilliant Diamond, Shiny Pearl, maybe less so Brilliant Diamond, Shiny Pearl, but certainly Let's Go, it was more so, let's make this more towards new people to the franchise. But then, yeah. like, Legends, and I think this game is like, okay, let's cater a lot more to our longtime fans. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what they have to do, though, to make sure that these games are stay accessible to a lot of people. I'm excited. I'm, <laughs> like, this... This sounds amazing to me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sold. I, I do also. I think, man, there's, there's so much from this. I, something to point out is Black Two and White Two is set, I believe, two years. It might be five years, but I think it's two years after the events of Black and White. Um, yeah. and whether it's two years or five years, that is not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things, and yet. In that time in the Unova region, the uh, the uh, ecosystems completely changed. There were now Pokemon living in these this region that didn't live there before. You know, like uh, and in the main part, not just the eastern side that you access in the post game. You know, now you can find in Castoya City Wild Eevee and Baneri, and you yeah. can find on. Uh, the desert route. I'm pretty sure you can find like Wild Hippopotas and stuff. You can find Pokemon there. So. It would not be hard for me to believe if that can happen in two to five years, 
then if this is black three and white three and this is set another two or five years after, well, I think that maybe, oh, this hippopotas that we can find here, now yeah. it can actually evolve a little bit further. You yeah. know, and we could see new evolutions. Mm. Oh, this hippopotas that's here, it actually got chased away by the sand dial and had to leave the desert and go into the water. So now it's, totally it's more of a water hippopotas. You know, I could and, totally see that. And there were a lot of things in Unova that happened in, in Black in the sequel where they'd be like, this new thing has popped up. Oh, we haven't even talked about this, dude. We haven't even talked about seasons. Yeah. See, yeah. Imagine se- seasons makes the most sense. And they started playing with it in Gen 5, but then they started adding new things through like weather effects in the wild areas of Gen Eight, um, and they kind of have that in Gen Nine, but no. It's in just Gen weather. Nine, they seasons are like represented by areas, and you could yeah. you could argue that the seasons are represented by the uh, Treasures of Ruin. You know, you have Wochian is spring, um, and they're even found in kind of areas that represent this. Chiyu is summer, uh, mm, Tinglu is fall, and then of course Jianpao is winter. And they're, yeah. they've got areas that, like, you can find the deerling of the different forms. Like, the first area, there's a lot of flowers and stuff. You can find spring deerling. You can find uh, winter deerling and, of course, the mountains. You can find fall deerling and Sakurat Trail, which is the yeah. uh, the fall area. You know, like, it's it's just a fall area. There's no other way to describe it. I don't so know in- where you find the summer one. I think it's just, like, on the random plains. A cool thing about Generation 5 and the season specifically was that and I felt like they didn't really like it didn't really like do what it could have done. It didn't reach the potential of what it could have been. But it winter specifically allowed a buildup of snow that allowed access to like new areas, yeah. hidden items, which was really cool. And I yeah. felt like they could have done that more with other with some of the other uh, seasons. Right, because then and like I, what's the benefit of these other seasons? Yeah, and it would be the you know the Pokemon encounters, and that's I think that's really cool. Um, I did love I, that. That was something they should have just kept playing around with because they would have perfected it. I do hope we see a return it, to that, man. Seasons were so good. Yeah, it probably takes – It would. Pro- I mean, it, right, the whole map needs to be rendered f- three additional times. Yeah, in like, that's in true. In, like, different formats. The, right? They need to, like – This yeah, is – go ahead. <laughs> right, they need to create – like new textures or whatever the term is right so like right every region has to show up every area needs to show up as a winter form yeah yeah especially like i remember a serious city was like drastically different in the winter i think that was the one where there was like a snow build up and you could walk up like on top of the gym and there was like an item there or something um i i know this is a lot less impactful on the game and how you play it and stuff but one thing i loved from unova specifically it was like there were a lot of areas where you could do it but uh the one that had the most was like in village bridge it had music and you could run down there's a guy with a guitar you talk to him now you get a little guitar in the background of the music you talk to this guy who's like singing now you're getting like a guy singing it i loved that it was so I know that means like that. That doesn't. No, matter. that that's a really cool thing. But that's it was a really cool. cool thing about it. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the Wikipedia page to see other things that could pop up. Um, in you Unova, know, like in Unova, Unova also remake. had a big past and future theme. It did. You know, yeah. White it Forest did. was very traditional. Black City very advanced. And Opelousas City literally was past yeah. or future, depending on the game you played. Yeah. And I think the truth and ideals. I, that's typically, you, you know, I think from my perspective, from just not just from like what we see most of all, but it can be interpreted in different ways. Truth and ideals can either apply 
to past or future, depending on how you look at it. So I, I would say sure. like because ideas say, of the future or what is now is the truth. Exactly, or now or the past. That's like yeah. what was the tradition, right? Is right. the tradition the right thing? That's it's just a fallacy, but that is what yeah, people yeah. think of. Well, and that's the idea is the truth and ideals thing is just a fallacy. Yeah. It's it's a difference between the two. So yeah, that's that's really good. Also, uh, this is super minor, but Coridon sets up sun. Miridon yeah. sets up electricity. Um, yeah. Zekrom's electric type. Retrorem's fire type. Yeah. What was their ability? Oh, it's it's the paradox ability. Um. Yes and no. Their ability is Coridon's. Coridon's is the paradox. Coridon Miridon's is the paradox ability. Plus. But they also set up the thing. Like the other Pokemon just yeah. benefit from it, but they will actually set it up. What is um Zekron and Reshiram's ability? What is it? Just like pressure? It's no, it's it's like I think it just boosts electric moves and fire moves. I think it's it's terrible and turbo blaze. I don't I think that's what yeah. they did. Yeah, which is essentially right, sun and and electricity isn't that what those both of those terrains do wait no no no. they're so they're basically they're mold breaker terravolt oh, is at least okay. terravolt is mold breaker um like it 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 doesn't care about abilities turbo blaze same thing so they're just variants of mold breaker yeah man this Which is, is so, fun i so another thing i mean i'm just going back and like who's uh tweets and he tweeted like a couple weeks ago um where is it he said, which is better, Paradox Tyranitar or the Mecha Tyranitar from Gen 5 in this Pokestar Studios? So now I'm thinking, does he know something? Is he saying that, like, that Mecha Tyranitar is going to get replaced with a, uh, a depiction like of the Paradox? Ooh, yeah, that would be neat. That would make sense, right? And that's And see, things like that is what, again, makes me think this is Black 3, White 3, because... Uh, Pokestar Studios didn't exist in black and white, so yeah. it would it would have to be a sequel and not a prequel or retelling. Um, that's and that's true, another yeah. thing too is I had always proposed. Uh, I, I think I even said this in my video that I did on why Black Three and White Three was next. But um, I even stated like the thing with doing Unova remakes like in the traditional style is what do you remake? Because yeah. if you remake black and white too well you didn't remake black and white but yeah. if you remake black and white you leave out so much from black two and white two and it's not like platinum where you know platinum had a few bonus features no black two and white two had a whole different decks brand new areas that like i mean cities gym leaders so characters yep. story arcs story you start too from much. a completely different area of the map Right, you, like you stop on the, you start on the opposite side. This is where all the confusion for me comes from. I'm like, how are they going to make a game and and have it be a sequel, a third installment, but sell it so it's not actually a third installment, but it is technically, and we'll know that. But it's like, how are they just going to brush over the actual remake of the game? If they're going to do something like Legends, they would have they would outsource it to Ilka to make it a black a black and white. Maybe they name it. it like it's a remake like you know where it's like brent diamond shiny pearl so they do like pitch black blinding yeah, white right but yeah. it is black three and white three or ilka makes the black and white and then they make a, a basically an alternate reality of a black two white two kind of like what zelda does with the split timelines where it's like one game will be like which would be a paradox yeah right where it's like this timeline is where team plasma wins how sick would that be 
I mean, that will that be seems, neat. That seems too dark for a Pokemon game. But. I'm still, I'm fully on the black three, white three train. That is what I am like firmly. There's no leading, shot they which, call Which, by it the that, way, though. also means no potential shot. world tournament again. A Pokemon yes. world tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing so else many, matters. And there's so <laughs> many. Dude, that's it. Maybe that's why they didn't give it uh, the battle tower to us in, uh, in Oras. They were like, we're working on PWT. PWT See, but, is okay, better but now, than Battle Frontier. If PWT is a thing, you know, there's like a gym leaders bracket, a champions bracket. Does the gym leaders bracket now include Kalos, uh, Gallon? Because yeah, Lola didn't have gyms. It um, should. And then uh, it's going to include Paldea. No, realistically, and then, uh, champions really, yeah. include. Uh, well, see, and then champions. That's that one's a little interesting because, like, the champions. So you would include, um, obviously, Diantha. You would include from um, X and Y, uh, or not X and Y, uh, Galler. You would include Leon. You would include from Paldea. Uh, Go Goat's gonna be in it because with Paldea, there's different champions. Nimona's oh, a champion. True, yeah. Gita's a champion, um, and then you also have the fact that. Uh, I also, Sada and Turo were champions. It says that they actually became champion rank. Yeah. Uh, but then you also have um, in not Sun and Moon, there is no champion except for the player character. So they do do they do what they did with Red and have like Sun? You can battle Sun. No Sun. shot. But that would be so cool. Because like you know, know, Kukui and Hao aren't the champions. You just battle this, them for the champion. This is what they're gonna do. They're gonna they're gonna give us. Uh, it's it's gonna be right. It's gonna be like a paradox. A different version of the game, and they're gonna say, "Well, it's not actually Pokemon. It's not really Black and White too. So you're not getting PWT. <laughs> that's what yeah. that's what's gonna happen. That's they'll be like, you know how the Cold Storage was replaced with Pokemon World Tournament. Well, yeah. now they've replaced Pokemon World Tournament with the Cold Storage. They just went back, <laughs> or it's like a sauna. <laughs> I can see. I honestly, I think it'll be a. What I think they would do is they'd make it a tournament building, but it'd be nowhere near as cool. Yeah, like that, it'd just be like. Yeah. It'd be like a bow tower, like just yeah. random trainers, uh, which would suck, but yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I that's better than going back to the cold storage. <laughs> I know, right? I like the idea of like a paradox version of the game or a different reality because then it's like you can give us the – they can give us – and it's not like I want it. It's not like I need like – it's not like I need a black and white remake by Ilka. It's not like I mm -hmm. need that, but I feel like they're going to want to do that. To then go like the one-two punch of, well, here's an actual full game, or maybe they don't even do that. Maybe, but I maybe... feel like Ku would have teased that too. I feel like we'd be hearing, you know, uh, stuff about that. Yeah, but if my interpretation of the tweet is right, then there's no reason to include an Ilka-made game because Ilka's not going to touch the big one. Yeah, you know. Okay. And Il and I don't even think I. I don't know. Part of me feels like, oh, they're going to want to do that again because they've invested in Ilka. They've put all those resources towards making that a thing. Or maybe that maybe that game by Ilka really was just a test, right? Which And it sold well. So the test would, in that regard, be successful. But maybe it's not successful. Maybe it's like they saw that people weren't that happy with it. Or maybe yeah, it's just I mean, us let's go Pikachu and Eevee didn't sell bad. It sold pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, they didn't make another one because they saw, you know, yeah, we bought it. We hated it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe it was really just a test, and we're just not getting that. And we actually are going back to the ORS style, tr actual remake where it's we get to relive a game, but it's probably not a reliving of a game. It's a new game. 
It's a legend style game where it's a new perspective of the of a similar of a familiar region, which I think is the best of it. That's you know what? Too if if this is Black Three and White Three, there, Black Two and White Two introduce more towns, more routes. Would this be Black Two and White Two? Yeah. Now with even more towns, more. That, maybe maybe you get some thinking. New England incorporation, Dusty. <laughs> yeah, right. They dip their toes into uh, yeah, into the into like the even East, if you just visit coast. like one area, like just the just the very bottom a of lot something. Of pe- you know? Dude, they could give us Vermont and uh, there's uh in, in New York because it's only supposed to be based on New York City, but I'm like, they pull you know, from they, a, a lot the entire. Like, a lot of people say Verbank is supposed yeah. to be Burbank, California, because then it yeah. also has Hollywood there. Yeah, so. and it's and it's on the coast, so right. that makes sense. But like, yeah, they, uh, a lot of people in New York vacation in Vermont, so I'm like, bro, there's the Champagne, Champagne Lake, Champlain, Champlain, Lake Champ- Champlain. I think it's Champlain. Yeah, it, yeah, Lake Champlain. And then you hop that. There's all these like boats, all these sailboats. It's beautiful. And then all of a sudden you're in Burlington, Vermont, and it's beautiful. And there's Canada right there. We got a Canada region. I'm going off, but uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. And then I mean, just one state. Give me the just reason give me I say that's basically just New give Hampshire. them Vermont. They're not going to give us uh, New Hampshire. I'll take Vermont. The reason too that I think like I'm thinking maybe there be new routes, new towns. Is because if this is this is a sequel for a moment, let's assume this is it. If this yeah. is a sequel and not a retelling, then that means uh, Nuvima Town, um, that's the town you start in in black and white. That's taken. That was the first hero. Nuvima yeah. or, or Aspersia City. That's the second starting town. That's taken. So where would you start? Where would I start? You, no, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like in black, yeah, green, where, white, where three. Would you... Where would our starting town be? Here, I'm looking up the map. It could be, yeah. Uh, Maybe it's Anvil Town. Anvil Town was kind of nothing. I don't even know if you remember that. That was like the, it was just a sub, a subway like station. Yeah, it really was. Let me see. I, so I made a whole video about Black 2, about like a Black 3, White 3 game where they introduced a safari zone and I loved it. I love the idea that it would be where the nature preserve was, and then there could also be like another one that's based on the zoo. So there's the truths and ideals, nature versus like industry. Um, so that top, top left part of the map, what is that northwest part of the map, is all trees, and they could add something there. Um, but I like the idea now, all of a sudden, of northeast of the map, even further, um, and that is. I would, that's where New England would be. <laughs> so I like the idea of like the little, like think of it like, you know, the joke in, in New England is that New Hampshire is based on the, sh- it's like the Shire and Lord of the Rings. Mm. So I'm like cute little hobbit town, right? Vermont. And you know, it's like trees. It's like cute. See, but the like, thing is, would you want goats. that to be a part of Unova or would you want them Why to that- shelf it so it can be its own region later? I don't think it, we're ever getting a New England region. Maybe when we're 80 <laughs> years old. I don't think it's happening. I would love if they just give us a little bit of a, like a, you know, that is a, it's a, like I said, it's a, like a vacation side, right? It's like if someone grew up in Unova and their parents vacate or not vacation, if they like settle down in Vermont and there's a little town and it's just, it's just one town. It's not like entire, it's not the entire New England. It's, it's mm-hmm. just like one little town and then you start your region there. You start your journey there. Then you. You work your way back down to okay. Yeah, that's like the starting route. It's like I would insignificant, think, but it's cute. I would think like to you kind of gave me an idea. Anvil Town was only accessible by the subway. Maybe yeah. now you start in Anvil Town, 
but you have to work your way down like a route back to mainland Unova. Yeah. And the cool thing about that is since that's like in the top left, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. that means like your first gym would probably be Miss Charlton City, so it'd be Skyla. So the yeah. gyms would be different orders. Skyla, which was previously the sixth gym leader, would now be your first gym leader. And then yeah. it would probably be Clay. The ground type gym leader would now be the second. Alessa, third. She used to be fourth, you know? Yeah, dude. And we didn't even talk about this. Would this game be open world? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we didn't even talk about this. Maybe. But I, I, I just listened to a great video. I forget the guy's name. Uh, it was, oh, I'll, I, anyways, it was about... It was about a it was about a, a desire, a yearning for traditional linear Zelda games. And I'm like, mm. I'm kinda of feeling it too. I'm like, honestly, we did that we did the we tried open world Pokemon and it is beautiful and I think the map's great, but I do kinda of like the idea of like having to do something in anyways, I think there's value in both linear yeah. and open world games is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean and I'm, I and think I'm I would map. lean linear that like they're gonna do linear just because yeah. like they gave us our open world filled this gen it's fine if they give us a linear. We're not going to complain because we probably yeah. expect it to be linear. Which I'm fine with. But the thing mm -hmm. that's great about Unova is that it, there's so many connecting routes. You can go in all these different directions. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about the map, I'm looking at it right now. There's a route, and, and I, I forget what these towns are called. But uh, the where like on the the snowy mountain on the on the east side of the map is that's a uh, Twist Mountain. Yeah. So that. You could just connect that to those routes that are um, where like Pinwheel Forest is, right? There's a landmass there, but there's no way to get to that without going all the way around. So sure. like right there, you can make a new route there. You can make a new route over there. There's like all these different little connection points you could make where mm -hmm. it's still a linear game. It's still not completely open world. Yeah, just maybe but, you can go in any direction. Like, if I get yeah. to Miss Charlton City first, I can go to the other side to, like, Reversal Mountain and yeah. work my way over there in East Unova. I can go yeah. up to Asiris. I can go down to uh, um, whatever the name of the... Drifel. Yeah. Of course. How can I forget Drifel? We're going to get Drifel City music remade. Mm, oh, the music's so good. I feel like... I feel like also with the, a lot of these older regions... Not a lot of these older regions, because I think the really old regions are very simple. You know, Kanto, Johto, maybe even Hoenn are, you know, not simple, but I feel like can be adapted to open world fairly easily. It gets a little tricky, I think, with Gen 5, 6, 7. These are, like, sprawling regions. Maybe not Gen 7, but Gen 8. I feel like these are sprawling regions, and if you were to make them open world, there could be a lot of technical issues there where it's like, how do you actually make this where it's believable, where it feels like it's actually like an organic region, um, especially Gen 5, because of how they made it 3D, it's still top-down, it's still 2D, so there's a lot of imagination there, right? They can kind of like pack in a lot of stuff, but I'm looking at the map, and I'm like, there's two mountain ranges, there's two bodies of water, there's a massive city, it goes straight to desert. I'm like, how are they going to make this open world, right? Like you'd have yeah. to do like a lot of surfing over to get to these like other islands. I think um, I wouldn't want an open world like spread out. Just open world, yeah. I can go in it. Like still the because Unova's routes too didn't feel too linear. They felt pretty open. Like I, yeah. I especially think about the route between Drifel and Chargestone Cave. They have like the Miss Charlton Cave there, where like you can find Cavalion. There's a lot of like water areas you can kind of just go off to different islands stuff. Unova did a great job at at the routes not feeling too too linear. Uh, yeah. I feel like, so two things, the whole top of the region, 
is like prime. You can just add yeah. some stuff there, right? I think that's prime for new locations that feed into the bottom or the you know the the original side yeah. of the map. And then I also feel like maybe what they do is split up the region like Legends Arceus, where there's these microbiomes sure. that are hyper-specific. But I don't think I like the idea of warping to them. I think they could very easily have like a, the bridges. The bridges can function as a like tunnel where then that gives the rest of the game that you're going towards to like despawn and then respawn, right? So sure. So they can almost like – right? They're all separate. It's like once you enter the bridge yeah. and it kind of like – I don't, you know, I don't know the yeah because they've got they've got the village bridge uh, that they're all bridges that bridge there's yeah one, they've got four bridges two. then the sky era bridge so there's a fifth one and then you connect to the uh, starting area of black two and white two by boat not by bridge yeah. but same so thing the fir- <clears throat> yeah so one two three four five six and then maybe seven yeah the, the elite four you have like seven different areas biomes where they can and they even look cut up so that's where those are the sections where like you know those will be like the the microbiomes that you explore and then you just have to transition into the next one sure so um you know uh, like i said i think especially if this is a legends curum game there's a chance that we get you know a different starter lineup like it's a mix of starters um, there's also a chance for there's new so Pokemon, new forms, all that. But I just wanted to see, assuming that's not the case for a moment, it's Unova, who you picking as your starter, and let us know in the comments too who yeah. y'all are picking as your starter and stuff. But uh, who you picking as your starter and who are you excited to use? Like, who do you like, ooh, I miss yeah. using this Unova Mon, I'm probably going to throw that on my team. Yeah, I know who you're picking. I think uh, I think I might have to pick Snivy. Because I picked yeah. Oshawott in Legends, and that that was always my like first starter. So mm-hmm. I feel that's, like I gotta pick Snivy. That's Snivy what I'm thinking as well. When I pick, when I first and played I Pokemon White, I I picked Snivy. Uh, so um, it, I Oshawott was my favorite, but uh, you know, like I said, there were three of us. We each decided to pick a different one. Uh, yeah. Chris's favorite was Oshawott, um, so I went with Snivy so he could have Oshawott, and then you know, of course, we bred and you know, sent him over. But um, but I wanna I wanna go Snivy again because like you said I just use Oshawott and Legends and then also I you know I want to use the first Pokemon I used in Unova but like yeah. some Pokemon I'm really excited to use as I play through the game like I Galvantula? I'm so excited to use a Gigalith I want to oh, use a Gigalith oh, it's so good Pete design man yeah I started um, a black a black version and I try I'm, I got a Gigalith or I have like a Rug and Rolla but I haven't gone back to the game in like a month or so. Yeah, well, you got to trade it when it evolves into yeah. Boldor to get the Gigalith. Dude. Um, nice thing about having, you know, a, a wife is that I can just take her game and trade it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's pretty good. That is yeah. pretty good. Uh, Solosis is another one that, like, I, mm. I like Reuniclus a lot. Yeah, Reuniclus. Reuniclus. I pronounce it Reuniclus, but I'm sure someone will tell me I'm wrong. Uh, so, dude, there's so many good object mon. Um, who else do I like to use? I always ended up using Stoutland. I think Stoutland's really good. Probably Stoutland's one of the. Stoutland's cool. Probably one of the best early route starter type. Uh, I love Levani. You know, I'm a sucker for Levani. I it will have my grass type like Snivy a... though, and there's so many things I want to use. So I probably won't use Levani to be frank. Yeah. Um, Palpatone is something I really want to use. Conkeldur um, was my favorite. So good competitively. Drain Punch. Conkeldur. Assault Vest. It's fun. 
I, I like Timber and Conkelder is okay, but then Girder I hate. Yeah, Girder's not good. We don't we don't like Girder. We, we don't talk it about traded <laughs> traded immediately. Um, I think honestly, just this discussion's getting me excited because some of the magic of Legends is that it was a Sinnoh game, but we had all these new Pokemon to choose from. Right, like the all these new evolutions for the Hisuian region. Um, like this is just going to be Unova, but because we have at this, you know, if we were to get this game. We we're going to have four new generations of Pokemon that could be traded to Unova and then potentially have new evolutions. Give right? me a Noctowl evolution, please. It needs well, it. But would, yeah, I guess, no, they they could do that, but you would have to have like a new item uh, to evolve it or something. Another thing too is Noctowl would be so perfect because, uh, especially this was really covered in the anime, Noctowl was kind of the thing that was special about that bird when it was first introduced, was even though it's normal flying, it functioned like a psychic type, and it read yeah. through ghost illusions. So that would pair so well with Zoroark, where like Noctowl's yeah, able to see through Zoroark's the illusions. illusions. That's interesting. I like that a lot. I, see, I, I'm definitely thinking about the newer Pokemon, though, like Jen's, you know, Jen's six seven eight sure. nine pokemon right i think they're more likely i don't think they'll touch any gen nine pokemon but then no seven through eight i think there's a chance but i think it's more likely they would get forms than evolutions yeah. um I, yeah probably that's true. six too because with legends no, you're right you're right with legends no. they only went up to gen seven that was it was gen yeah. eight they went up to gen seven they gave decidueye and alolum or a regional variant. that's true wow uh but then kalos actually got a decent amount of love gujar got a uh, form and avalug got a form so yeah um and when you factor in that kalos has like 15 mons <laughs> that's <Yeah>. pretty good <laughs> that's really good um, i think uh yeah you're right i think those i think the newer pokemon could get forms but then, like, Gens 1 through 4 would get, like, maybe new evolutions. Uh, that is really cool. I gotta say, this is also, uh, maybe this is an, an interesting discussion to have, especially when Soul comes on. So maybe yeah. maybe I say this and then we shelf it. Uh, cause I don't we think know we're done the Soul conversation, will... yeah. Yeah, but um, he... this is kind of the interesting thing about uh, the, obviously, you and I love Pokemon Leaks. Soul, of course, loves Pokemon Leaks. But this is kind of the downside to Pokemon leaks because everybody's talking about Unova now. You know, mm-hmm. Teal Mask is still coming, and we'll all play it and we'll enjoy it. But um, but it's, it is yeah. it is a little sad that it's it's kind of it's it's run is ended. We're like black three, white three. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it is important to say that like a couple tweets is not suggesting that it will happen. I think it's really just like because literally, he said, "Place your bets." None of it could be true. He's not saying it's going to happen. He said, what's on your wish list? Place your bets. I guess it kind of suggests that it does suggest that like one of them will be right. But none of it, none of it could be right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like, yeah, I think the conversation is you know, shifting. But when when the teal mask actually comes out. That's get you know as soon as we get closer to that I think we'll be discussing that yeah I mean the um, next trailer will make us just there's a lot of like talk of like a uh, a mid July Pokemon presents yeah. and if not we'll get one in August and we'll go back to Teal Mask then but it is kind of sad that we got a trailer like two weeks ago and now we're like uh, who cares uh, Unova it's like uh, you know that meme uh, the Toy Story meme where he's dropping uh, Woody and it's I don't want to play with <laughs> you anymore <laughs> I feel like that all the time yeah. man the the possibility of a of a of like a just like a different Unova experience 
like an altered timeline is so cool to me. I think that is so cool. Unova, I've always said this. Unova got so much hate when Unova first came out. It did. And Unova is freaking incredible. It's so cool. It's they shot so themselves underrated. in the foot because they said, "Let's not include any new po- uh, classic Pokemon." They literally left out Pikachu. They left out Char. It was like the first game without Charizard and Pikachu. Yeah, and then they added and they added him back in afterwards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were accessible on the post game. Like, it's and also the way I am is with new gens, I only use new mons anyways. No, I'm not um, like that. So yeah, I know a lot of people aren't like that. So I'm not trying to say so you all should be like that. So grow up. But I'm just saying. Yeah. So I didn't mind but it in up. Unova at all, um, especially yeah. because it was that's our largest amount of new Pokemon in one gen to date. You know, uh, I don't 155 even... 155 or 6, I can't remember. 156, I believe. I, I think, so. though, it wasn't for... I don't think it was... The problem with Unova was not that we couldn't use our favorites. I think it was that... They we were could... telling us you can't. <laughs> well, we couldn't see the new Pokemon alongside the old Pokemon. Sure. So it felt like a completely different game, right? If you're playing a Pokemon game and it's saying it's Pokemon, but there's no Pikachu or Eevee... Or it's like Charizard. picking up like Temtem, like one of these Pokemon. Yeah, like literally, knockoffs. that's what it yeah. felt like. Okay, that's actually what it felt like. Um, and it wasn't until post game where you're like, oh, there's a clam pearl, and you're like, oh, I guess it is Pokemon. <laughs> you know, it, it, that's what it is. They're making you realize these were always absurd designs. These designs aren't bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think that is a, that is a real thing. Like even when Gen Nine came out, this happens every Gen. You see the new Pokemon, and people go. Man, Pokemon has lost its touch. But then a year goes by, and you go, "Wow, these Pokemon are amazing. They feel like Pokemon. They feel, they're right along there with everything else." What's well, so, so I, funny? I, I really every think it's gen, that separation that makes a difference. Every gen, people will point to a Pokemon and go, "It doesn't look like a Pokemon." But then at the Pokemon's going downhill. But that same gen, there'll be a Pokemon that's released that they're like, "This is the best Pokemon ever made." Yeah, yeah. This is Tinkat- peak Pokemon. Somehow Tinkaton won that. Right, like Tinkaton won that while everybody's pointing at Spidops and being like, "That yeah. doesn't look like a Pokemon." <laughs> It's wild, man. I feel like we've only scratched the surface. If oh, yeah. you're liking this video, I don't know if you have anything else to talk about, but if you're liking this video, if you're still watching, leave us a uh, review on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe if you're new. We get a whole back catalog of guest interviews uh, on Hidden Power, Birdkeeper Toby, Hoops and Hip Hop, uh, Hybrid Hero, Gator X, a bunch of people. Um, and uh, Soul Silver Art will be with us next week. Um, yeah, you have any more uh, house house cleaning to do? Uh, no, just I'm I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to do future episodes on this universe stuff because you know, as we get news, as we get leaks covering this, we're going to be talking about it, and Soul will be with us then. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure it, he's gonna have so much to say. Oh yeah, he's he's very upset he had to miss this episode, but yeah. you know, we, In, guys in Italy, you know, he's got to come home. Yeah, he's got priorities. And if you right. have any, like, if you actually, I'm, I'm hoping if you have any theories or comments or concerns or issues with what we're saying. Let us know in the comments because yes. what we were gonna what we were gonna do today was a review of all of of everyone's uh, comments and theories from the Birdkeeper Toby episode. A lot of people had a lot of great theories about um, you know what Gen Ten is gonna look like, the future of Pokemon, all these things. Johto remakes. Um, yeah, no, that that'll we'll be get fun to too. I, I'd love to do an episode covering like everyone's thoughts on this and and soul will be yeah. with us for that so we'll kind of get yeah. it, it's almost like he's here and and of course you know hashtag soulbasaur returns join the patreon we'll see you guys very soon peace out bye oh that's sick dude you have the uh, the hidden power mug
I does. I does. That's awesome. I, still I was. Don't have I was one of so. Those. I was so proud of Sarah too because I didn't even think to do that. But I was like, "Hey, uh, she was making coffee." I was like, "Can you make me some coffee?" And she walked it over to me in the hen power mug. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> she knows. She she's a real fan. She is. She knows. She knows. She's, she's, always, she's, always she's carrying the show, at least yeah. on my end. <laughs> 